the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. If you're disagreeing with God's Word on any subject, guess what? You're wrong. Because God's Word is always right. Welcome to Core Truth Radio, a radio ministry of Core Church Los Angeles with pastor and Bible teacher Steve Wilburn. Pastor Steve will be teaching us God's truth right from the Bible with lessons that we may not want to hear, but we need to hear. Let's jump right in today's study. Hey, today we're going to be in 2 Samuel. I entitled this message, A Time to Reflect. You know, here we are just a couple weeks past uh, Independence Day, uh, this day that we celebrate. Why? Because there was an original 13 colonies here that made up and became the United States of America. And, of course, they declared our independence from Great Britain, who was ruled by King George III. The Continental Congress approved it on July 2nd, and it was declared on July 4th. Let me quote from the Declaration of Independence that was authored by Thomas Jefferson. It says this, We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their Creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. That to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed. That whatever and any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or abolish it and institute a new government. Wow, did you hear that? It's like it says that our country, the United States of America, is to be governed not by the government, but by the people that elect those that govern us. Yes, the founders of our country here, the United States of America, founded it from its very conception on that fact that we have been given rights, that we all created equal, and all have the right to pursue life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness as a divine right from who? Our Creator God. Yes, we live in a country that was founded on these very principles. That's why you and me as believers, when we see radical agendas becoming law, we, of all people, God's people, we hold God's Word as the highest authority, right, over what man has written, and we should be outraged by seeing some of the things that are happening in our country. Not just because, as the Declaration of Independence went on to say, any form of government that comes destructive to the people, the people should institute a new government— 
but rather because it goes against God's law. This is why we, as believers, should choose to be involved in the laws that are passed. We should vote for those who have a biblical perspective. Now, you might be thinking, Well, if I voted for those who have a biblical perspective, there might not be anyone to vote for. And hey, I understand that, but I think we need to vote for the ones that are the least destructive, may I say? But way more important than that is we should be standing up as lights that shine the bright light of Jesus in our dark world. For he is the only one who can bring true peace to the chaos that we're experiencing in our country today in the midst of all that is surrounding us. It's interesting to note that church attendance coming out of World War II was, get this, 76%. That means that three-quarters of America coming out of World War II was sitting in church. Think about that for a second. That doesn't mean that they were all real Christians, I'm sure, but it means that America had a respect for the spiritual. And though that number dipped into the high 60s a couple times, it hit 70% again in the year 2000. But that number has been plummeting since. And now here we are in 2021, where for the first time since the beginning that our country was established, church attendance has dropped below 50%. We're at an all-time low of 47% of people in America go to church. And let me just say this. It's like not all those churches are teaching the truth. In fact, many churches today are not teaching the truth. They've decided to go politically correct. They don't want to offend anyone. Let me just say, that's not the case for core church, Los Angeles. We speak the truth regardless of whether it's politically correct or not. The first time that I start altering messages just to cause someone not to get their feelings hurt, it's like game over. It's not up to me to alter God's Word to make it convenient for someone else to hear. Listen, if the truth of God's Word hits a raw nerve inside of you, praise God for that. Because that's called the Holy Spirit conviction. And if you're going to a church today that is not teaching the truth of God's Word, and you're never, ever convicted, especially if you have a couple sin areas going in your life, you should seriously consider leaving that church. Why? Because they're not teaching the truth of God's Word. Why are you never being convicted of sin if sin is happening in your life right now? One thing for sure, we are not a progressive church. I hear about these progressive Christians where they say, oh, I believe the Word of God, and yet, oh, but I don't believe that. Oh, I believe the Word of God. Oh, but I don't believe this, or I don't believe that. It's like, well, hold on. If you're disagreeing with God's Word on any subject, well, guess what? You're wrong, because God's Word is always right. So there is no progressive Christians, because God's Word never changes. Listen, if you're hearing something new, it's probably not true. But if you're hearing something old, then that means it's true. Something from the Bible, because it never changes. God never changes. His Word never changes. 
But now, how does everything that we see happening around us have anything to do with this here today? You know, it's like, of course it has everything to do with it. We have rising crime. We have rising homicides, rising fears, the sense of hopelessness. Yes, of course All of this has something to do with the fact that people are not going to church anymore. And then half the people that are going to churches might be going to churches that are not speaking the truth. It has everything to do with it. And it can all be traced back to our spiritual decline of America. You know, the last world governing empire, not that America is a world governing empire because we're not, but we are the world's superpower, well, As of today, that might be changing to China here pretty soon. But as of today, we are the world leading superpower. But when you go back to the last world leading superpower, which was uh, Rome, they were a world governing empire. It's like there were certain things that happened that caused Rome to fall. Now, as you know, if you're a historian, Rome was never conquered by another nation. They fell from within. Now, there was a book written, and there's six main topics of why Rome fell from within. Let me bring some of these up to you because I think it's interesting here. Uh, Number one, they had a decline in the importance of family. A decline in the importance of family. Gee, I wonder if that's happening today. Yes, 52% of all marriages end up in divorce. Many dads are absent from raising their children. There has been an absolute decline of the family in America. Well, that was number one that caused the fall of Rome. Number two, they were overtaxed. Oh, really? Overtaxed? Gee, I wonder where that could be uh, mentioned. Uh, Yeah, how about in America? We're overtaxed. We get taxed in our paycheck. Then you go to the store. Whatever you buy, you're taxed. You go to the gas pump. That's tax. Tax, tax upon taxes. Uh, Number three that caused Rome to fall. They all embrace pleasure. They wanted nothing but more pleasure. And here we are in America. It's all about the pleasure culture. What can make me feel good? More vacation time, more time off, less work and more time of pleasure. Number four, they were what? They denied personal responsibility. Think about that. It's not my fault. It's someone else's fault. Hey, the reason I'm like this is because that's how I was raised. The reason I'm like this is because the color of my skin. The reason that I'm like this is because, well, my dad was like that. My mom was like that. And nobody took personal responsibility. Number five, the reason that Rome fell from within, a moral decline. There was no longer a measure of right and wrong. Everything was right in whoever's eyes. Like, if you think it's right, okay, well, then you can be whatever. It's like, if I think it's right, it's whatever. It's like there was no moral standard. Where do we get a moral standard, by the way? It's God who establishes a moral standard. He's the one that says a man should not sleep with another man's wife. He's the one that says that if you're single and you're not married, you should not be sleeping with your boyfriend or girlfriend. God's the one that establishes that it is not morally right to have the same-sex marriage. God establishes these things. But what was one of the reasons that Rome fell from within? They had a complete moral decline. What was the next thing? Political corruption. Wow, really? 
So let's think about this list again. These are the six main reasons that Rome fell from a world-governing empire, never conquered. They fell from within. Number one, again, the decline of the importance of the family unit. Number two, they were overtaxed. Number three, they completely embraced pleasure. Number four, they put aside all personal responsibility. It was always someone else's fault. Uh, My plight is where my plight is because it's someone else's fault. Number five, a moral decline. They no longer had a stability of morality. And number six, political corruption. Oh, my goodness. Did we not just describe America today in 2021? Consider what John Adams, a future president of the United States and signer of the Declaration of Independence, wrote to his wife, Abigail. He says this day, talking about Independence Day, will be the most memorable epic in history of America. I am apt to believe that it will be celebrated by succeeding generations as the great anniversary festival. It ought to be commemorated as the day of deliverance by solemn acts of devotion to God Almighty, and it ought to be solemnized by pomp and parade. Well, of course, you know, as we had our 4th of July here a few weeks ago, I mean, we lit off fireworks all across the United States, but we're still doing the pomp and the parade, but we're no longer doing acts of devotion to Almighty God. Yes, our nation's architects, they did what? They thank God for this great deliverance of being delivered from the tyranny of Great Britain. And we see that throughout our history, by many different presidents, the thankfulness that they had for God, for our country. But if we leave these principles, the principles that God established for this country— then we will no longer have the peace and protection that comes with honoring the God who has allowed us to have these liberties. It reminds me of what the author of the Declaration of Independence said, uh, Thomas Jefferson. It's written on the walls of his own memorial that sits off a 14th Street bridge on the tidal basin there off of the Potomac River. And it says this, it says, God who gave us life gave us liberty. Can the liberties of a nation be secure when we have removed the conviction that these liberties are a gift from God? Indeed, I tremble for my country when I reflect that God is just and that his justice cannot sleep forever. Wow. Can you imagine that? If Thomas Jefferson thought it was bad 200 years ago, he'd be rolling over in his grave today seeing where we are morally and how we have abandoned God. Let me ask you a question. Are you growing in your relationship with Jesus Christ? Are you plugged in to a Bible-believing church where you're being taught the truth of God's Word? Because that's the only way that we can grow as a Christian. If you're anywhere in Southern California, I would encourage you to drive to Core Church Los Angeles. It's like maybe it's 45 minutes for you. Maybe it's 50 minutes. But you can be challenged with the truth of God's Word. It's like we're just coming out of the book of Genesis, and we're going to be heading into the book of James. We do expository Bible teaching. That's book by book, chapter by chapter, and verse by verse. That's how we grow and mature as believers. So again, are you growing? If you looked at your life in the last year and a half of COVID, have you grown in your relationship with Christ? 
I'm just asking a question. It's very important for us to not forsake the assembling of the brethren. I am quite surprised that as we've come out of COVID now, how many people still are not coming back to church? Well, I wonder if there's any sign in your life that you are drifting from God spiritually, that you have maybe severed some things in your life to where you're no longer walking with the Lord in a closeness that maybe you once walked with Him. Well, I challenge you to come to Core Church Los Angeles. We're on the intersection of the 10 Freeway and La Cienega on the west side of L.A. You can check us out at corechurchla.org. And of course, we have two Sunday morning services, one at 8.30 a.m. and one at 10.30 a.m. But we also have a 6.30 p.m. service called Day One at Core, and that starts at 6.30 p.m. But I encourage you to come and check it out. In fact, this Sunday, we're going to do tacos and a movie on Sunday night. So we call it Super Sunday. (laughs) Anyway, that's this Sunday at 6.30 p.m. I challenge you to check us out. Now, listen, if you're on one of our radio stations on the East Coast, uh, I also encourage you to download our free app. You go to the App Store. You can put it on your phone or your tablet. There's hundreds of video messages on there that can help you and encourage you in your walking relationship with Christ. And hey, by the way, uh, watch and listen to your radio ads because I'm going to be back there speaking in Baltimore and in New Jersey in the month of September. So we'll give you more info on that as we get closer. But I'd love to have you, if you listen to us on the East Coast, come out and, and see me while I'm back there. But anyway, but getting back to our message here. Now, why would the third president of the United States, Thomas Jefferson, say that if we do not have a conviction for the liberties that God gave us that his justice will not sleep forever. Because in reading his Bible, he saw how God spoke to his chosen people, the Jewish race. And when his own chosen people, the apple of his eye, when they neglected the word of God, when when the Jewish people, the Hebrews, rebelled against God's commandments and they shunned his statutes, what are we told? Let me read what we're told in Ezekiel fourteen twelve. It says, Then the word of the Lord came to me, saying, Son of man, if a country sins against me, this is God talking, if you sin against me by committing unfaithfulness, and I stretch out my hand against it, destroy its supply of bread, send famine against it, and cut it off from both man and beast, even though these three men, Noah, Daniel and Job, three major faithful men of God, were in its midst by their own righteousness. They could only deliver themselves, declares the Lord. Meaning, even if those guys were praying for you, I will not take my hand of judgment off you. Why? Because you went against my commandments, you shunned my statutes, and you've neglected my word. I wonder if that could be said of any of us here today. 
You know, as we ponder this independence that the United States has, and we've had it for going on almost 250 years now, what are we, 245 years? You know, it celebrates this independence that God gave us, that he allowed us to have. And how can we be used as believers, as vessels of honor in the hand of our great God in bringing his true freedom to other people that are around us? Because God wants us to be vessels of honor for him, you know, shining the light of the glory of God to those that are around us in the midst of our nation that seems to have lost its identity where we were once known as a Christian nation. Now in the midst of our political correctness, in the midst of our not wanting to offend anyone, in the midst of our us being tagged as biased or racist, you know, many seem to do absolutely nothing. Many Christians have stood down ignoring the convictions that we share as believers in Christ. Why is that? Well, I'm not sure. But one thing I do know is this. We are the children of God, and we are called to rise up and be a voice of reason in our current chaotic culture that we live in. For we are a dying nation. Yes, you and me must ponder where we have fallen spiritually. To ponder is to weigh something mentally, to think about it deeply, to consider it carefully. How can we, that you and me, as God's children, be prepared to be used by God in this difficult time in which our country is facing here? Well, for those who have made a profession of faith in Christ, the best place that we could start is by really getting into a good Bible reading program in our life. That's how we can really get to know God. Let me ask you, do you have a good study Bible? Do you have a Bible that you read on a daily basis? That you know, it's like, this is my Bible. I'm reading this Bible. I'm making sure that I know where things are. I'm underlining scriptures in it that are helping me out. You know, a lot of times people come to churches now, and they use a Bible app on their phone. So you're watching your phone, and you're following along on your phone, and then, oh, there's a heads up, and there's a pop-up here, and, oh, here's a new thing, a new trending thing, and this and that, and so many distractions. We need to put the phone down. We need to pick up our Bibles, and we need to read it. Not only will reading God's Word draw us closer to Him, but it will give us a biblical worldview instead of a secular worldview, and it will grant us a real peace in the midst of this world that we're living in that has no peace. You know, Jesus said in Matthew 6, 34, do not be anxious for tomorrow, for tomorrow will care for itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. So when you see that bumper sticker, you know, like, hey, one day at a time, hey, that came right out of the Bible. That's Jesus that said that. But let me ask you here today, you know, where are you at with the Lord? Where do you find yourself? Are you strong? Are you doing your Bible devotions? Are you being a witness? And are you sharing Christ with people? Man, I'm so proud of you. That's awesome. But maybe there's others of you that, to be quite honest, 
you find yourself slipping in your relationship with Christ. And maybe for some, you don't even know where you stand with the Lord right now. You're just like, you've just kind of lost your footing. You've lost your way. Well, it's time to come home. Listen, I'm glad you're listening to the radio program today. Man, I am so glad that you tuned in. But if you're not right with the Lord, man, on this day, on this moment, right now, get right with the Lord. So if you need to be forgiven for something, you feel like, man, there's just something that severed you, then why don't you pray this prayer right now? And if you're sincere in your heart, God will hear you. Pray this now. Oh, Lord Jesus, forgive me. I've kind of lost my way. Lord, I do believe you died for me and you rose again, but I need you in my heart. Oh, God, please cleanse me. Make me new inside. Draw me close to you. Be my Lord. Be my God. Be my Savior and be my friend. In Jesus' name, amen. Listen, if you just prayed that prayer, I have a little Bible that I want to send you that'll help you in developing a walking relationship with Christ. It's called a New Believer's Bible, and it has a lot of notes written on the upfront that just talk about walking with Him. If you email me your name and address, I'll mail you one for free. You can email me at Bible at CoreChurchLA.com. That's Bible at CoreChurchLA.com. And may the Lord God bless you. Thanks for joining us for Core Truth Radio. You've been listening to pastor and Bible teacher Steve Wilburn of Core Church Los Angeles. If you'd like to hear more messages by Pastor Steve, download the Core Church Los Angeles free app, available on iOS and Android. Core Church is sponsored by and a listener-supported outreach of Core Church LA. If you have been blessed by this program, consider supporting our radio ministry by texting Core Church LA to 77977. You can also give via our app or online at corechurchla.org, as well as writing to P.O. Box 347-89, Los Angeles, California, 90034. 